I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World, I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan, and in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. Welcome back, guys. This is the first-ever edition of Secret Defenders, where I get guests to come on and speak, uh, which gives me a reference speaking, because I do a lot of that in these. So I have got a good friend of mine. Andrew Knowles, Angry Andy Knowles, is here to defend Bad Lieutenant, Port of New Orleans from 2009, starring our, our favourite actor, Nicolas Cage. So, Andy, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on board, and why have you wasted my time? <laughs> <laughs> me waste your time? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's been a lot of fun so far. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so why... Why are we here? So we're, we're, you're defending um, a quite a cult film, quite a, a diversive film, a polarising film. Critics loved it. Yeah. Audiences sort of loved it. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, 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 that's the most accurate description you could give it. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely a unique film. I've just watched it just, just now with <clears> yourself. <throat> uh, yeah. Yes, I have to say it is one of the more unique films. It's definitely a, definitely a cult film, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Despite how how well it looks, it is definitely a cool film. Oh, definitely, definitely. So I think we should just get stuck right in there. So I'm just going to ask Go you a, a few questions. Um, so first of all, let's talk personally. Let's talk about Ooh. us. Let's talk about how we know each other and how we became friends. Well, uh, we met in university, didn't we? We certainly did. Yeah, I think our first conversation that I can remember was, I think we were on a night out, and I think our conversation was about the first Transformers film. You probably won't remember really? that. I don't. I Michael really don't. I don't. Uh, re- see, I, didn't, I didn't think I don't, you were. No, I didn't remember. I, I, uh, yeah, I didn't remember. I, I know, because you were in my class, weren't you? You were in yeah. my... You were in the, I know they, they just got swapped around in the final year. We were, yeah, in a, yeah. we were in an acting course when we were doing an acting yeah. course. In case people don't know, we were actors. Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> Careers <laughs> failing. <laughs> yes. But yeah, oh, the first Transformers movie. Did I, had I seen it? You had. I think yeah. you had at that point. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about it. And it was around, basically, was it around 2007? That must have. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was definitely yeah. within the first month or so. Mm. Of university, mm. I think the film came out just prior to us going to university. I think mm. so. We I've become, I can't remember the conversation in depth, no. but it evolved from talking about like Michael Bay's mess, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about the mess of the way he does things, how like yeah, ultra just, over the top it is, and then it's I slow- can't really yeah. tell what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it slowly evolved into. Like the animated film, the original one. It, yes, it, yeah, which I absolutely love. Exactly, so I absolutely think that's, that's where our conversation sort of like drifted off to, and then mm. into sort of like how they're in like comic books and everything, which I didn't yeah. know at the time. Yeah, 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 it was so, a big, big comic yeah. book. Um, so I think that's where yeah. our conversation sort of like drifted towards, and 
since then, really. I think everybody I really <coughs> bond with, I it's through pop culture, through movies, yeah. through I comics, like, yeah, through stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where my strongest friendships come from. And, and yeah. you know, sharing the love of something you love is always is, is always great. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it does build connections. But yeah, so we've been you know we've been acting for quite a while. We've done quite a few things. Yeah. Uh, we've been in plays together. We've yes, been, we we've, have. We've been in separate plays with with other people, lesser actors, I will say. <laughs> oh, lesser, much, lesser much actors. Lesser. Much, much lesser. lesser. Uh, <laughs> we all had our, we all had our bad acting experiences and our bad acting stories. Uh, mm. We won't go into that too much. But uh, I, one of my favourite things about Andy is that when he enters a room, um, <laughs> he will act out. Uh, <laughs> basically, think of any action, any violent action movie, or any any kind of. <laughs> think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, think of all the violent kind of films of the nineties. And, and Andy will combine every one of them. He'll he will pull out a samurai sword and start cutting you to pieces. He will then get out an Uzi and shoot you to pieces. He'll <laughs> drop a grenade down your your mouth and blow you up. Then he'll have <laughs> sex with your corpse or what's left of your corpse. That was once. <laughs> <laughs> one time. Once. One time. And one, one of my favourite ones. I, I mean, we always play along. like All of our friends do it and we love it. Uh, we make this sound like I do this in every walk of life. <laughs> yeah, just walk into any room. When any I go room. to work and walk in and yeah. eviscerate everyone in and the people pub. go, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fired right now. <laughs> but one of my one of my favourite moments was when you were doing you were doing it, <laughs> and then you went to pretend to break my neck. Oh and fuck! <laughs> he went to he, like he actually moved my neck, and I was like I was playing along, but I didn't move my neck with Andy's hands. And I, then we both heard a giant crack come from my neck, and we both looked <laughs> at each other like. Oh my fucking god! Am I dead? <laughs> I've never seen Andy like shrivel and shrink away yeah. so quickly. Shrivel anyway. look like a like a bad zip. Yeah, and I just went. Yeah, but I, I to be fair, that. to be fair, that. to be fair, my my neck was was actually much better after that. It was not well, a lot less stiff. So. Intense chiropractic. I, I can't think of the word. Was it chiropractic? Chiropractory. Chiropractory. Yeah, violent chiropractic. <laughs> but if uh, anyone knows how to say that word properly, yes, uh, please please write in and uh, <laughs> to tell us how to speak words, yeah. which is basically what we're doing today. Why are uh, we doing attempting this? to? Um, <laughs> anyway, that is that is Andy Nolson in a nutshell. That he is. is a wonderful person. It's been your birthday Aww. recently, yeah, and and I do really do appreciate you being our very first guest. I, I've struggled to get guests on um, for to just organisational wise and yeah. time and things like that. Oh, and you know, you're, there's only a handful of people who've wanted to be guests so far, but that, I'm sure that that will grow. Oh, I'm sure it will. There'll be somebody who wants to do a better job than what I'm going to be able to do <laughs> right here. So. No, I, th- I think you're doing a great job, really, <clears throat> So thank you again for coming on. So I think let's get started now, shall we? Go for like, it. We have a lot to talk about. So I, I'm just going to ask. I've got a few set questions for you. I just want you to kind of just riff and tell us what you can about this film. What what can you say? So the first question is going to be, I think it's going to be a tough one for you. What is the plot of this film? Oh, we were discussing this when we were watching it, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched this film, Bad Lieutenant, starring the marvellous Nicolas Cage. I've watched it about, well, it must be about five, six times now. And even I forget what the plot is. <laughs> even when I'm watching it. I mean, there's a bit in the middle of the film where it actually lays it out, what's happening. Yeah. Um, so basically, a family gets murdered, um, and basically he's trying to solve the murder, but not really trying to solve it. He's after it for his own gains. Yeah. Which is basically to 
you know, get more drugs for himself. Yes, get more drugs. <clears throat> so it's ba- he's basically like, um, he's well, he is a bad lieutenant. Yeah, he's a ba- it's in, he's, it's in he's the a, title. He's a bad cop. He's a yes. very bad cop. So he's a, um, he's a drug addict. He's he's a gambler. Yeah. He's you know he's you know uh, abuses his power. Yeah, he, quite a bit, yeah. quite a bit throughout the film. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into that. Don't worry. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of kind of awkward, weird, very odd situations he gets in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it's 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 hard to yeah. But basically, he's he is uh, he's a all those things, and he's trying to investigate a murder. The yeah. ba- on the most basic level, that's kind of the plot, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's, it's weird because the plot seems to deal less about itself and focuses more on the, the journey that Nicolas Cage takes. It's, it's weird. It's almost yeah. like you're not watching a film about what he's what what the the underlying plot is. It's more yeah. about just him doing really crazy things. Yeah, I think I think like some <clears throat> films are very much plot driven and plot yeah. heavy, and and that's what drives the story on. Yeah. It is about plot. Um, but for me, this film was definitely more about character yeah. than anything else. It's about that performance. Yeah. It's we, a ride. Yeah, it's, it's a, a ride. ride. And we were saying it's relentless, and it just barrels on constantly, going, yeah. going, going. It doesn't really have a period where you kind of like, oh, this is a quiet moment, or this is, yeah. a, you know. It's... Well, there was only one. There was only one moment in the entire film, which is about fifteen seconds long, where he isn't on the screen. <laughs> this is, this Fif- is... Fit about fifteen seconds, and all it is is just two women sat on a porch. Yeah, they, it, it, it cuts between the two women, and yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't say anything. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. Move the story along. It's yeah. just like like two women, bit sad, yeah. And then that's exactly. and then we're back to you know Nicholas Cage yeah. doing. And it is just it does. is like you said. It just barrels on relentlessly with him going more and more deeper and darker and oh, getting higher yeah. and higher. Yeah. Well, yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like that's his journey throughout the film. Get higher and higher. Yeah. And uh, and the kind of antics that come from his oh, constant, <laughs> constant depend. Uh, you know, dependency on those drugs. Yeah. I like. I think the thing that kind of kicks it off. I mean, we don't really. Again, the way it starts is just like, uh, and we're in. There's yeah. no real introduction. No kind of easing yeah. you in. You see why he develops this back pain. The back pain that he suffers as a character mm. in the film is predominantly the, the undercurrent of everything. So essentially, that's the plot. Yeah. He's a guy who's got severe back pain, mm. and he'll do anything to, to cover it up. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, imagine. I imagine like obviously. Some, like everyone's had a bit of a back issue here and there, pulled the back. Oh yeah, and it's not it's not <clears> nice. It's not, but he's like stated, laid on, laid out quite early on that he will be severe back pain throughout. Yeah, and if he's walking around, he's doing a very physical job, like being a policeman. Mm. That's gonna really kill him. And you can, what I really actually really like, I think you noticed it. Um, yeah. this is the first time you noticed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Really. After four, after four, five times of watching it. Yeah. Yeah, you notice that he he has a physicality, doesn't he? It's almost like a kind of a, he's got a hunch yeah. or a. <clears throat> Almost like a Richard the Third type kind of, you know, physical. You know, you, he's showing you he's in pain physically. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of actors might forget to do that or mm. wouldn't even try to do that. But I do like Nick Cage's big yeah. choices. And it, does, it does get more pronounced as well. After I'd noticed it, I noticed that it was getting more and more pronounced towards the end of the film. I'm kind of embarrassed I never saw it before, to be honest. But it's, it's, it's a nice detail. It's a nice yeah. detail, and you can. I think after several viewings of myself, I will be able to peel little layers yeah. off and kind of see more because. I mean, at the moment, I've kind of purely, like, we're just focusing on Nick Cage's yeah, crazy think, Nick Cage, you we, know. We've acting. literally had a 20 minutes, you know, break in between watching the film and doing this, so... Yeah, and that's... still kind of like... Yeah, it's Rah. still very it's very fresh for me. Yeah. I know you've seen it a few times, but again, you're still seeing things fresh, and you're still... <clears throat> and you're like, you're not, you're not, you're not jaded about it, you're still enjoying it, you're still yeah, laughing yeah. along with these kind of crazier bits. 
Um, so, so when and where did you did you discover the film? When, when were you made aware of it? I think I was made aware of it by another one of our good friends, Nathan Richard Smith. Oh I yes, think, I think he mentioned that there were that it was being made, hmm. and that it was a remake of the Harvey Keitel one. Oh yeah, and I think I don't think I, I I didn't watch it with him. I think I came came across it when it was available on DVD. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I bought it and I watched it then. But I knew that it got a decent reception. The people saw it as like you know, a quintessential Nick Cage film. Yeah, it is. It is well, it very much is a Nick yeah. Cage film. He's yeah, net, exactly. like barely off screen, and he puts in a performance to uh, yeah, to be to be looked at, to be marvelled at, and, <laughs> <laughs> to be appreciated. <laughs> Marvelling's one what it yeah. is. But I, I remember Nathan showed me um, not really not really a spoiler, but Nathan showed me. He said he he came to my we lived together at the time. He knocked on my door and he said. Just, just come and watch this. Just come and watch this. And I came in, and there's basically a scene which I, it's uh, basically uh, Nick Cage sees two young people in a club. He uh, and he kind of goes up to them and said, "You've been, you've been uh, someone has witnessed you, you know, giving out drugs, selling drugs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to arrest you. You know, you've you've been identified." And then he basically is trying to get drugs off them. He's trying to find the yeah, actual yeah. drugs so he can take the drugs. And then, I won't say any more about that scene just yet, but it does escalate quite dark, darkly humorously. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of... It goes the direction which you have no idea or ex- expect in any way to go. It's almost... I, I, like, I think a lot of this stuff feels like it's very much improvised. Like, it's just... Yeah, it doesn't definitely. feel like you would write this shit yeah. down. It would just be like, Nick Cage has gone, I want to do this in the scene. I want to, you know... Yeah. I do see a lot of... Um, I do see a lot of, you know, Venom? Tom Hardy's Venom. Yeah, oh, oh that's, a good, that's a good point, man. Because yeah. Tom Hardy's Venom, like, he's playing a comedy. Yeah. And everyone else is playing it entirely straight. Yeah. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's the same in this. Everyone is the straight man to Nick Cage's comedy movie. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, because they're literally everybody is just they're they're, they're not they're not generic characters. No, but they, if they were in any other cop movie, they would literally be a generic archetype. Yeah, the grim, gritty, yeah, you know, the, dirty Harry, the gang, the gangsters, yeah. the yeah. you know, the seedy older gangsters that can't get out of the can't get out of the life because yeah. they you know they blew money left, right, and center. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's it's a really unique take, and like I think that's uh, I I've, I heard that we I read on IMDb that Werner Herzog took a lot uh, a lot of, took the script. So I don't know what the original script was like, and I would, wouldn't mind having yeah. a look at it. But apparently, most of the iconic scenes, most of the most memorable scenes, were put in by him, were written in by him, or I, I imagine yeah. you know choreographed with Nick Cage involved, yeah. um, because they just go mad. You know, these signs, scenes are just crazy. And again, I think what it would be, it would be that generic cop drama. Yeah, and definitely. It probably, that's probably how most people would play it, but not, not Nick Cage. And, yeah. and, and I think it was originally... Did you tell me it was originally set in New York, or it would have been set in No, the, the, I think it was... They were going to set it in New York, weren't they? Yeah. I, think that's what, I think that's what we read. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were going be, to set yeah. it in New York, and then they reverted it back to New Orleans... Yeah. And it pl- plays to its benefit, really, because it's, it's somewhere that's not really in a lot of films, is it? No, exactly. Especially films like that. And post post <clears throat> Katrina as well. Yeah, you don't so you don't see you get to see yeah. the. Kind of, it adds a flavor and a character to the film that if it was just set in New York, it would add to the just how generic it could have been. Yeah, I think that the, um, one of the things that really 
said it was New Orleans to me was like the funeral for the family yeah. that gets killed because it's like a Haitian family, is it? Or yeah, that's I think what so. You, that's yeah, what I think you it's get a, from it. a Haitian family, and the they're kind of doing a, a, a respective kind of burial, and the, they've got these feathers, and they're doing a, and they're spitting yeah. out alcohol onto the onto the caskets and things. I thought yeah. that was really interesting. And again, like you wouldn't on a normal kind of New York crop drama, you wouldn't have that. Yeah, it'd just be raining, and they'd be being buried in the rain while everyone's wearing black and white. Yeah, and uh, I think with I think with um, <clears throat> I think with the the, the added kind of Katrina, the post-Katrina world, that you could get away with all the crazy shit that Nick Cage does get yeah, away with. exactly, in I this. think, because the attention still, because it's, it's set, the initial part of the film set six months after yeah. Katrina, so there's still a lot of, you know, stuff that needs fixing, I mean, like, the, one of the first establishing shots, like, which is six months after, you see, like, still damage from the hurricane, from all the flooding and everything, you still see damage where this murder's taken place. So there's still stuff that like, the rest of society is having to deal with. So he is able to, you know, go through the underground without yeah. anybody noticing. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, so I, I think that that the post Katrina helped this film, and and yeah, and it does give it a flavour that we we haven't seen before, and that we didn't really kind of. We we don't. We, I mean, I don't know if it was even addressed in most films like Katrina. Like, I don't know if we there was yeah, very, very many that kind of at, like, and that was quite close to the time as far as I, I'm aware. I think two thousand nine. I can't think. Was it like two thousand seven or two thousand eight? Something I think. like that. Something like that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I thought I thought it was it just yeah it gives it something gives it something different yeah, it gives it, it an energy and a, an unpredictability. Um, to this to this movie, so so because you you you've talked about this movie, you and Nathan, yeah. to, to me have talked about this movie a lot, and you constantly quote it. It's very <laughs> it's a very quotable film. Oh yeah, by far, it is. without a doubt. Um, so what what are the kind of reasons you go back to? It? You've said you watched it multiple times. So why yeah. do you, why do you keep coming back? What are the reasons you love this movie? Um, uh, I think it's just because of how. How crazy Nick Cage is in it, I and mean, that sounds really sort of like obvious and mm. and you know standard by his by his you know films today. Yeah, but I just I love how aggressively crazy he is. I mean, this the scene with um again spoilers yeah. slightly. Yeah. yeah, the scene with two old ladies in the, the care home where he just he just draws a gun on them mm. for for no reason. The scene's practically done. You could have easily called cut a couple of lines before. But he takes it that one step further. Nicholas Cage takes it that one step further. Maybe you should drop dead, you selfish cunt. You ever think about your kids? Or your grandkids? Huh? Sucking up their inheritance through that fucked oxygen tube? And Benny's fucked intensive care? You fucks, I hate you. I hate you both. I, I should, I should fucking both. Just right now, I should fucking kill you fucking both! You're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. So with the old lady scene, we were saying, what kind of like he? I I feel like he got what he wanted. Yeah. At, at that point, like he he literally his motivation is getting what he wanted in that scene. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they're like, yeah, just leave us alone now, leave us alone. Yeah. And he literally is about to turn away, leave, and then he goes, No, no I'm gonna kill you, fucks! I'm gonna kill you, fucks! <laughs> That's essentially, yeah. essentially what happens. I mean, yeah, it's just it's that one step further for literally no reason, but. At the same time, it's it, it adds to his character. His character's sliding and sliding and sliding throughout the film, so it, it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it's it's so 
offbeat. Yeah. That's so. the reason why I, I, I really enjoy this film. <laughs> Purely for those moments, because those moments make the film. I'll be honest, like the, the moments where he is at his craziest are the best moments in the yeah, film. Yeah, the most, The most interesting, <clears throat> the most dynamic, the yeah. most, the one where you're like, because you, the, the quieter moments you're like, yeah, I'm glad we have these, or I would yeah, be, again, with, exactly. I'm still, I'm like, watching the film, I'm still a bit exhausted by the end of it. I'm like, yeah, it is, it is a very exhausting film, and not because of like, just, uh, there's, there's too much going on, it's the sheer fact that it's so dark and oppressive because of the way Nicolas Cage is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so unique. Um, so, like, what is your favourite? I know you've talked about the reasons why you love it, but yeah. do you have a favourite moment, a favourite scene, a favourite, yeah. I don't know, even a fra- favourite shot in the entire film? Well, my favourite scene is the one with the, the two old ladies where he pulls the ob- obnoxiously large magnum on them. I think it's <laughs> that, that whole sequence where he's, he's hiding behind the door and no, he's just using an electric razor for, for no reason. <laughs> he clo- they, they walk through the door, he closes the door behind them, and he's just shaving his face, and it's. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> whose, whose choice was that? Was that your choice, Nicholas? Or was that was that Werner Herzog's choice? I'm not quite sure. Did you just, did you just have it on you? Who gave you that? Who, who gave you the electric razor? It reminded me, do you remember, um, you must remember Predator, yes. where uh, is yeah. it Bill, Bill Duke, the Bill oh, Duke, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's constantly, he's got the wet shirt. Yeah. He's not even like putting shaving cream on, he's just constantly shaving his yeah. face. Yeah. And then it like, it, like breaks it and bleeds. Cheek, yeah. And, uh, it was kind of, it just reminded me of that for a second. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, but yeah, that is, that's definitely one of his craziest scenes, I think. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's about midway through, I think. Yeah, it's it's coming towards like sort of like the the, the climax. Mm. It's just it's just over halfway through, and it's starting to build yeah. towards like what's going to happen in the finale. Because he's he's lost. He's basically lost the only witness to a murder. Yeah. Um, you know, this is actual plot as well. This is this is involved well, yeah, in the I plot. Mean, yeah. yeah, this is quite integral to the story. But again, it? it takes you until you get there. Until yeah. Tony arrives and goes, well, I can't find him. Where is yeah, he? And yeah. you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's oh, actually yeah. important. Oh, that's yeah. We, we <laughs> you you literally forget about what he's doing. You're like like this. <laughs> I'll be honest, guys. There's very little police work done in this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally it's, everybody else does the police work. He just runs around placing bets, taking drugs, and yeah, holding up holding up young people in in the car park. It makes me think of uh, like the uh, Netflix Daredevil show, where Daredevil actually does very little lawyering in yeah. the entire thing. Like I was always, I was always, I always thought a Daredevil show would be good because it's like a lawyer, like a lawyer yeah. show. You know, like a it can be like a cool Ali McBeal or something, like a <laughs> deadly dark Ali McBeal. <laughs> I would love to see that. Sure. Or a or a deadly dark Boston legal or something. Oh, God, <laughs> William Shatner going crazy. <laughs> Maybe he should have been in this. Maybe he should have been. Probably should have been. <laughs> Would have added to the mayhem. Okay, right. What's what's next on the docket? What are we? What am I going to ask you next? Good oh, question. I've I've had a beer, guys. So I'm already I'm already faltering. You, you kind of need it when you watch this film, <laughs> either during or after. You need to sort of like go right. Okay. Yeah, I, I need I need a beer. You need a break. You yeah, need a break. It's, exactly. It's, yeah. it's just like we said, relentless. Just yeah. um, beats you, beats you, and beats you, and beats you, and keeps you going. And like, yeah. I, I think I would need like to, like if if it went on for another two hours, I would probably need some oh, cocaine myself. Yeah. I would need an upper end of it <laughs> to just to get through it. Definitely. Um, this I think this is a bit of a, a pointless question, really, because I think I know I already know what the answer is. Um, who is your favourite character in the film? Well, the only character in the film is Nicolas Cage, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, we, we, talk, we were talking about it while we were watching it, that there are, there are loads of great actors in the film. Mm. There's loads of great actors. Superb. They all do, like, really small parts. I mean, Michael Shannon's in there, Val Kilmer. Yeah, poor old Val Kilmer. Yeah. He's not what he used to be, but he's still pretty good in it. Yeah. I mean, he's, Eva Mendes is in it as well. So there are some 
really good everyone actors everyone it. like does their job everyone like yeah. he, he he is the, his he is Nick Cage's partner he plays Nick Cage's partner yeah exactly and again they don't have much material to shine with no no and again when they're playing against Nick Cage's craziness yeah they're overwhelmed completely exactly yeah but that's it's, it sounds like in any in any other film it would be a bad thing but it's not because just because the nature of the film itself mm. it need, it needed Nicolas Cage to to be like that mm. To be the only one that stands out against this backdrop of people just going about doing normal cop stuff or yeah. normal, you know, guest um, guest stuff. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, uh, he's like, he's like, yeah. he's like the bellboy. <laughs> yeah, well, like Michael Shannon in it. I mean, mm. I know it was what was it, two thousand and nine? I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah, I think said. so. Yeah. Still at that point, I think he was, you know. Fairly recognised actor, yeah. at least it's still up and coming. I think he had, I think he had a few lead roles around that time, yeah. but again, they weren't like they weren't like Man of Steel Zod. No, yeah, exactly. But even so, in, in this film, he's he's got two scenes. Yeah. Um, there's another guy in there. I can't, cannot remember his name. The guy who just goes, whoa, whoa. Oh God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a good actor. He is great. Yeah. He he gets like he gets a decent chunk. I might look. Chunk. It, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna look his name yeah, up. Go for it. Yeah. He gets a decent chunk. In the film, where basically he's up against Nick Cage, but it's almost like he's trying to be Nicolas Cage light. Yeah, he's like it's, it's weird. Yeah. it's fun. It's interesting because you yeah. see somebody who's probably just as mad as he is. Yeah, and then come the end of the film, the guy completely backtracks. Yeah. The, the character's all like, "Oh, I, I didn't mean to offend you. You know, I'm so sorry. It, it's you know, we'll, we'll fix this. And <laughs> we'll, we'll I like everything you and, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. He's I, I I think what I said he was like Nicholas Cage light, and he was he kind of he says whoa about like twenty times. Yeah. he's like he's like that's a really well remembered scene as well. Just the chip at the yeah. whoa whoa. Whoa. And then retreats out, out, to, out, out to a room and just goes, hell yeah. <laughs> and then walks off down the corridor. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. What, he's doing, he says whoa about 15 times as he's leaving. Because yeah. Nicholas Cage just threatened him because he's beaten up uh, Nick Cage's prostitute girlfriend, who's played by Eva Mendes. Yeah. Another phenomenal actor in this that, again, doesn't really get much to do. Yeah. But, again, it's very talented <clears throat> anyway. Um, but, yeah, he's... So Nick Cage has got his gun out. He's got his big... Big dick magnum gun out. That's what it is. It is basically pure and simple. It basically represents his dick because he's constantly getting it out. Yeah, <laughs> and he he um yeah he's pointing the gun. Uh, there's even a scene later on, and it is it is I think it's very much like a power trip, and he does abuse his power throughout the film. Obviously, yeah, is in his position, even so far as trying to win a bet for a, a professional football game, American football game. He finds yeah. he finds the guy who's local, and he he basically. Uh, threatens him with because he saw him buy some weed. He was like, right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end your career. I'm gonna do this unless you you know you fix your own game so I can win this massive bet. Yeah. <laughs> so and it like it's even like even his abuse of power goes as small or as big as he wants or as he needs it. Yeah, um, exactly. But majority of the the scenes of this film is just Nick Cage walking into a room and asking or threatening people for drugs, pretty much. Well, yeah, the, the crux of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's literally... And it's, it's, like, it's like crazy scene, crazy scene, crazy scene, and then the plot basically is just weaved between these crazy yeah. scene set pieces. We, we, we said that again, <laughs> again, roughly halfway through, when we checked the time, and mm. it was like, Christ, there's still an hour and ten minutes to go. Yeah, and we, we, were, na- we were knackered. Yeah, we were knackered, exactly. and we were like, oh, God, really, it's more it like, crazy. It's like they just created, they just videoed 
Nicolas Cage going crazy, and then went right. We'll, we'll build a we'll build a film around this. So the it's like it's like um, when Bruce Lee died in Game of De- before Game of Death was finished. Yeah, and they were like, right. Well, we've got those great scenes of him doing martial arts. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna have we'll to just, figure out a, a we'll story. Build of, a film yeah, around. We'll just the rest have to figure out a story through yeah. these clips. That's what it comes across as. Yeah, it's it's very very <laughs> very unusual. Um, this uh, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of um, one of the other bits. There's uh, okay. This is this is kind of spoilers. 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 Yes. Spoilers. spoilers Has been out for a very spoilers, long time. Spoilers. Spoilers. I think we we've avoided the. I think we've managed to avoid it pretty well without spoilers oh, so yeah, far. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, in the end, the the end scene. One of the end scenes is really weird because it just it kind of. Uh, it ties up every loose end in the story. Yeah, in, in one scene, five minutes. And like in one scene, it just goes, "Oh, that's sorted. That's sorted. That's sorted." Yeah, they all come up to his desk, don't they? Yeah, they go. So, so one goes, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we we the guy we were trying to get. Yeah, we found and and he's he's basically had a hand in all the yeah, things yeah. that he, have he's, been solved. He's, he's set up all these, all the all everything that happens in the end. He set it up throughout the course of the film. Yeah, you know, very cleverly. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah through manipulation and yeah. violence and you know blackmail and various other mm. things. Um, but they all come to like his his uh, commit the commissioner comes to him and goes yeah the guy we're trying to arrest got his DNA on this crack pipe which Nick Cage is literally like it's my this is my lucky crack pipe um, <laughs> he gives crack he, pipe. he gives it he gives it to exhibit exhibits in this yeah okay, yeah Jesus <laughs> um, I've not seen him in much I didn't no. not seen him acting much but I thought he was pretty good in this yeah he was yeah he was generally but yeah and then um, the the bet that he made yeah. uh, um, comes through magically comes through and Brad Dorif Brad Dorif of Chucky fame. Yeah. Um, and uh, worm tongue is it worm tongue from Lord yeah, of the Rings? Lord of the Rings yeah yeah um, you know he's yeah. he's in this again very small role just like a regular role again and Brad Dorif is he's an actor that does crazy very well like yeah he's, he is he's yeah very, like I've yeah. seen him in lots he's of much, stuff very much a character actor yeah and and, uh, and again but again against Nick Cage's craziness it's well, like <laughs> they're probably, I'm sure <laughs> they're like normal. tone it down tone it down <laughs> um, but yeah and he comes in and says oh your bet came through here's ten thousand dollars oh and by the way that that um, that that parking ticket I asked you of my daughter's to fix. Yeah, that's been, that's been done. That's fixed, so that's good. And then um, what was the final thing? There was another thing that got solved. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's just it. They, they, yeah. All, they all come. They'll like, literally run in one after another. Yeah. And just be like, oh, we fixed that. That's fixed. Don't worry. And he's just like, yeah, great. And even though even the uh, the commissioner's like laughing like like a manic bastard. Yeah. He's just like. It almost, <laughs> seems, it almost seems like it, that could have been like a, a twist. Like he's gone that. Gone yeah. that crazy on drugs and everything that every it, it all seems like it's yeah. worked out perfectly fine, but in reality, it actually has. It's all been solved yeah. for him. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Done. Yeah, it's it, you know what it reminds me a little bit of is <clears throat> American Psycho. You know when he gets the he thinks yeah, everything's in, turned to shit. Yeah, he's just murdering, and everyone's like, no, it's, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, there, there was nothing there. There's no bodies, but my my apartment's covered in blood and all this. And he's like, no, yeah, it's all good. It's like it's like that. It reminds me of that. Yeah, bit. Everything's just tied up a little too neatly. Yeah, when he kills Jared Leto in the film again. Well, it's, just, it's been out for ages. Okay. Yeah, we're not. No one's. We're not spoiling in, American yeah. Psycho. If you're not seen it, go and see it. Yeah, when Christian Bale kills Jared Leto, it's like one of the very first major sort of like horrible kills you see. Mm. By the end of the film, he's like, oh no, he is in London. Mm. So it's like not nothing. Nothing real happened. Yeah, it's never, so it never. And it almost comes across. Happened. It almost comes across like that could have been what they were going for at the end of this. But no, he actually has solved all that. Mm. It has all been fixed, and he gets promoted to captain. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, great, okay, and, well, and cool. even and even right right at the end, like he, it's shown that he's 
like all of his family because it's shown his his dad's like a, an alcoholic and his yeah. uh, his what his dad's wife's an alcoholic um and and his you know his prostitute girlfriend is drug addicted as well yeah. you know and and at the end they're all like no we're on sparkling wine we're on sparkling water yeah we're on you know we're you know teetotal yeah um, everything's fine and even he is like yeah no no we're good we're good he gets promoted to captain um, and it's like it's like where does this come from? There's like nothing in the film to say that he regrets any of his actions. Nothing yeah. to say he's changed. Well, he even, even confesses. Even confesses. I don't care about the murders. Yeah. It was never about the murders. Yeah. So the whole the whole plot of the film does, didn't matter. To doesn't him. matter. Well, it, it doesn't. <clears throat> yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it. That's what yeah. the, That's what it's saying to us that the the whole film is telling us the plot doesn't matter it's yeah. constantly and then yeah, just, exactly. they're, they're just like and he admits oh, but, himself yeah and they're just like oh, I'm looking for that guy or I'm doing this it's it's a it's like a way it's like a, a kind of the means to the end yeah is, exactly is yeah. That, yes we have to have a murder yes he's a police officer yes but but look at all the crazy stuff he does yeah, you know, yeah. that's the more interesting thing is, <laughs> and seeing him do all this all this weird and wacky stuff yeah definitely and uh, it's just yeah just like it's it's an it's so unique like it's one of the most unique films I've ever seen um, I did I did enjoy I did enjoy it but it's it's so cult it's yeah. like it's a very I think um, definitely is already I, I posted on Twitter earlier about um, I said what do, what do you think of this film what do you think of Nicolas Cage as an actor what's your favourite Nicolas Cage performance and then uh, I think it was at at Vinci's GT uh, came back and said nope I hate him and I was like, <laughs> I was like that, that just shows exactly the type the type of Marvel yeah. actor he is and it was like what we were, we were talking about like a lot of his recent releases overshadow his films from the 90s. And he did some amazing films yeah. during the 90s and early noughties before mm. his financial, whatever happened. Yeah. Before his troubles started. And he just started spawning out these ridiculously crap films, you know. He did so many great films year after year yeah. after year in the 90s. Consistently. consistently. Yeah, consistently. And they were, uh, he was a, a star. Lot, he a was lot, a big star. A lot of them. He was, he was, he was you know, nominated for... You know, Best actor, or at least he was in the running. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he, he did do a lot of great films. It's just he won. I, think a, a lot I, know, I know he won an yeah. award for this. I know he won an award for this. Yeah. I don't think it was a like a major award, like a no. Academy I think it was like an indie one. Yeah, it was kind of like an indie because this did surprisingly well at like uh, a lot of film festivals. You know, yeah. Werner. It's directed by Werner Herzog, who is quite famous for being quite an auto director, yeah. and you know, his, um, I don't know a lot of his films. I, I couldn't name his catalogue of films off the top of my head. But um, but I know I know his name and I'm aware of his name. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of the. It films. is one of those names that you know, but then you're not sure why you know. Yeah. In terms why of, am I aware of? And I think film catalog. Even to me, like, and I, again, I'm a massive fan of like cult films and things like that. But I think the more kind of the more art housey, you know, award winning films, I'm not that um, I'm not yeah. that aware of. Like years gone by. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's yeah. It's <laughs> there's some weird shots in this film. There's some oh, weird... there's some absolutely bizarre shots. Um, I mean, should we talk about the iguanas? Oh, the iguanas! Is it again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I forget, I forget about that shot, and I, I see it every so often, mm. you know, on like YouTube or whatever, when somebody posts up like a meme of it, and I'm like, Christ, how did I forget this was part of the film? And basically, they're doing a stakeout, and Nicholas Cage comes bounding into this room after he's taken some coke. Um, I think that's just any. Yeah. I think that's just any well, scene yeah, in exactly. the film. Yeah. He takes some coke and then he bounds into a room. Needs narrowing down. So he bounds into this room where Val Kilmer and these other cops are doing a stakeout, and the first thing he says is, um, "What are these iguanas doing here?" And Val Kilmer's like, "Well, what iguanas? What are you on about?" And he's, he's pointing at them, going, "They're there. These iguanas. Why are they here?" And then that's the scene, but it doesn't stop. 
There's about another minute of Nicolas Cage just staring at these iguanas. He's just staring at them. And then there's a, there's a part where he's, he's not looking at them, but then there's like a couple of seconds where he's looking at them from the side of his eyes, you know, at the corner of his eye, and then he just stares at them and smiles. It's utterly bizarre. <laughs> and it's it's like it's a handheld, isn't it? It must be like yeah, a handheld. Look, like you, you said, I think yeah. it looked like a, a mobile phone. Or yeah, it did. It did look a little bit. Because it's, it's, it's really phone. shaking. It's got, this, it's got this weird filter on it as well. It's kind of... Yeah. Bulbous filter, and it does. It, it reminds me of things like leaving Las, uh, not leaving Las Vegas. Uh, however, that is a great Nick Cage movie. Yes, Prob- it is. probably the for me. Yeah, prob- mid nineties. Yeah, mid nineties. Probably. I mean, he's, I'm sure he was nominated for an Oscar. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, nominated I think for he was. Oscar. Um, definitely go out and see if you want to see a serious, good, dark, grim and gritty Nick Cage film, which yeah. is hard. It's hard to watch. Like it's hard yeah, to watch. Right, really hard. It's just. It's just like it's the most realistic portrayal of alcoholism I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely heart wrenching. Um, it, no, I meant um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. You know, with all the kind of weird yeah, filters God. and the kind of bulbous cameras. That's a difficult film to watch as well. As well, yeah. That's very. And again, that's really cult as well, and that's yeah. really unique. Um, I, I think. I, I think with kind of like drug kind of experience films or films about drugs yeah. and the kind of um you know even even like natural born killers is very lsd mm. kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. you know and that's kind of like what just weird as fuck yeah. um i i think sometimes people either turn on to that or they turn right off to it yeah i mean it's because because it's not a main factor of this film it is literally just for two sequences I think there's yeah, one with there's, an alligator yeah it's always got lizards involved yeah there's one yeah. with an alligator and then there's one with the iguanas it's mm. just those two scenes i think mm. Where this this camera shot, you know, happens, mm. and it's like right up close to the lizards. The lizards are basically like in three quarter of the screen, yeah. and then you see like Nicolas Cage or whatever's happening behind them, mm. you know, in the background, slightly phased out. And it, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand the symbolism behind it. No, I, I, I assume it is just purely to. Yeah, I, di- I didn't like. For me, it didn't tell me anything about no. the story. It didn't tell me yeah. anything about the character. It was just like it was just there. Wasn't yeah, it? it was just like. There's iguanas that he doesn't see. Yeah. Like I think with most, I think with most films, the the way to do that would be like, um, why are these iguanas here? And then he goes, there's no iguanas there. And then he looks again, they're not there. Yeah. It's to show that you know, show that they're not actually yeah. there. But he kind of just the iguanas. It doubles just down on this, doesn't yeah, it? Just yeah. Down he goes, the iguanas are there. Iguanas are there. Accept it. Yeah, they exist. He and he yeah. keeps kind of like in the <laughs> the corner of the eye. He keeps kind of just. Leering yeah. at the iguana, yeah. he keeps kind of slightly turning. I mean, it is as well. Iguana. It's like the the other cops are so focused on staring out the window or whatever it is they're looking at, and he just he just can't help but look at these iguanas. Yeah, just has to look at those iguanas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just so that's like that's definitely the weirdest shot in the yeah, film. Yeah, well, um, by far. And and again, like we said, it doesn't say anything to us, doesn't tell us anything about. Yeah. Which is, is is the good thing about this film, and also the, the bad thing about this film. Yeah, because there's there's so much that. Doesn't really make sense. <laughs> nothing. No, almost nothing. Of the yeah. same, this film makes sense. Like and then, uh, that's that's kind of what the film is as well. That's why it works so yeah. well because it is it is all that. It doesn't it doesn't compromise on anything. Yeah. About that, it doesn't compromise on how crazy he is or you know how close to sort of like yeah. murdering people. Yeah, exactly. How how controversial be. his behavior yeah. is as a police, you know, as a police yeah, yeah, lieutenant, yeah. you wouldn't obviously act like that and keep your job. Or, yeah, exactly. Like he manages to keep surprisingly, yeah. he manages to keep it very low. <laughs> very key. surprisingly, like he's he's as he's as unlow key as anybody <clears throat> can be. Yeah, but it, but everyone, no one notice. seems to really notice. Or yeah. It's, it's, yeah, again, that's kind of like kind of reminds me of American Psycho again, where it's like people should know, yeah. people should realize. It's, it's, just it's through. there. Oh yeah, I, I like, like pay attention a little like, bit. <laughs> 
like American Psycho, he literally say like, "I'm gonna fucking cut your head off" or whatever. I can't yeah. think of a line now, but you know, he he says it, and people are just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and they're just because they're so self-involved with their yeah. with themselves in the film. They're like, you know, exactly, yeah, they, yeah. they don't hear what he's saying. They don't pay attention. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I think we should talk a little bit about. Um, behind the scenes, uh, yeah, and the, and the kind it. of and the kind of making of it. So we had a little, we had a little kind of look through IMDb. Yeah, the trivia. The, the trivia. And I think I think um, one of the most interesting things was the. Um, so Bad Lieutenant was originally I think it was nineteen ninety two directed by Abel Ferreira, uh, starring Harvey Keitel. Very similar plot. Yeah. He's a he's a you know drug addicted, sexual deviant, <laughs> bad lieutenant. You know he's yeah. doing all these things. So that's the kind of and it, it was produced by the same guy. They're both produced by the same guy. I think the same studio as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's where the similarities begin and end with it. Um, but apparently, Abel Ferreira went. He, he said he found out it was being made. He said uh, he said. Oh, this is like a horrible feeling, like when you've been robbed. <laughs> that was his first comment. Then he said, "I hope everyone that involved, uh, everyone that's involved, dies in hell, um, <laughs> and I hope they all have, they all share the same car and have a violent car crash." Um, <laughs> it's a very nice man. So, so very fair. Very, yeah. uh, you know, um, not. It's not. It's not. Uh, I don't think he's bitter. I don't. He doesn't sound bitter. No, he doesn't. No, not at all. <laughs> not even. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Uh, Werner Herzog came back and said, um, uh, "Well, I never saw the original, so it's not a remake." Uh, and uh, and so yeah, it's, it's either I think it was what what happened was the producer put the Bad Lieutenant title on it. Yeah, I, I think, think I think I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. I think that's why it has a subtitle. Is it? Um, was it Port of Port of Call New Lo- New Orleans? There we go. I think yeah. that probably was the original title. And he went, oh well, we, there was a similar film a few years ago that I liked. It yeah. was very popular. Bam, you know, if, if yeah, people remember that. that film, you know, it's good because I mean nowadays marketing for films is. Is the name of the game? It's to get people out to see. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's expensive to market films. So a lot of people like that's why we get so many remakes and reimaginings and yeah, uh, as as well because of like rights because we have, certain film companies have to keep rights. So like that's why we've had so many goddamn Spider Man films. Um, as yeah. much as, as much as I like Spider Man, don't get me wrong. <coughs> yeah. uh, it's named. This podcast is named after Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> believe it or not. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of one of the reasons. I think for marketing this film, that's why he's done it. I think that's yeah, why he's put yeah. the Bad Lieutenant. I mean, just I, to tap into that cult sort of vein. I mean, I I had heard of Bad Lieutenant, the Harvey Keitel version, because someone at college had seen it, and they were like, "Oh, it's really good. It's, da, 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 it's really really great performance." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so I had heard of it. So when this came out, I was like, "Oh, it's either a follow up or a, you know, it's a remake or whatever." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's weird because it's not technically a remake yet. No, it's it not. Kind of is. I mean, I I've seen the original Harvey Keitel version, mm. and I, I, I imagine there, it's there, a there, very there, different film. Yeah, it's it's very moody. It's very depressing. Mm. But there's there's very there's very few sort of like tenuous links. Yeah. Between the two. I mean, it's, I'd have to watch it again because I'm... I think it's purely just subject matter that yeah. it happens to have a cop, it ha- happens to have a lieutenant yeah. who is drug addicted, you know. I'd have to watch it again because I watched it when I sort of like had my movie renaissance when I was like 16, 17, when I was, when I was watching like, um, like Mean Streets and all nice. these old Robert De Niro, Harvey Keitel films. I think I watched that around about the same time as still, Mean Streets. Still never seen Mean Streets. Have you not? No, still wow. never seen. I've not well, seen Casino either. 
Oh, yeah. Well, did you, did you hear that, ladies I'm, and gentlemen? That's sorry, dis- that's disgusting. I know. I know. What you just heard there is disgusting. I, I apologise. I've seen, I've seen the Reanimator. <laughs> I've <laughs> that's not a seen, good film. I've not seen Mean Streets. No, I've but I, I, I watched it around about that time. So the, the, those films, they all kind of blended into one in, mm. in my brain. Yeah, they're all I, kind I can, of one I can, film. Yeah, I can sort of like visualise sections of the film, but again, I have to watch it again just to see how much of it is actually sort of either. <laughs> been copy and pasted or yeah. completely ignored altogether yeah and I would probably go with the, you know, the ignored altogether yeah I, I, it's, it, from, what, from what it sounds <clears throat> like I think again it's just those similar plot points yeah. that have gone oh we had, a, we had a film a few years ago that was like this yeah. let's you know let's use that knowledge if it's still if people really like that at the time it was well reviewed yeah you know yeah. we might might get some audience because of that yeah um what was I going to say? I was going to say something, man. I've oh, forgotten so entirely. That's, that's because no, you haven't watched Casino. That's what it is. No, that was. I, no, you're right. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I when I was younger, I kind of I, again like because I I really enjoy cult films or films that people are un, like are unappreciated that they've never seen. You know um, things like that. I really yeah, I really yeah. dig those. And people when I was younger, people were like. Robert De Niro is the best actor. Al Pacino is the best actor. Mm. All the gangster films, yeah, are the best films. And I was just like, I don't want to fucking watch them. I, don't, I yeah. really have no interest in watching them. Um, I like my my like my actors were like the ones I loved were like Dennis Hopper, Jack Nicholson, uh, Willem Dafoe, yeah, Gary yeah. Oldman. That you know we you know you and me love Gary Oldman, crazy yeah, Gary Oldman, cra- crazy Gary. I think he'd be perfect in this role actually. I think if he you know Christ, yeah. his version his version of this would have been a amazing. British bad lieutenant starring oh, Gary Oldman. I would pay good money to see <laughs> that. I would pay good money. I like. I think. I think Gary Oldman is a very underrated actor. I'm surprised he hasn't won some form of like Oscar or Golden. Glo- I'm sure he's probably won a Golden Globe or something like that. Didn't he win for Churchill? Did he win for Churchill? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a oh, wait or is, is Churchill coming up? Is Churchill going to be in the next selection of films? No, no, that was last year. That was last I year. I think it was last year. Okay. Christ. Can't yeah, remember. I can't remember. Um, well, I, I, if if he did win, I'm glad he did because he's one of my he's one of my favorites. And if he didn't, he deserves yeah. to. I mean, I mean, I we we quite we tend to quote um, Gary Oldman from Hannibal, don't we? Quite oh, a bit. absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people don't realise that's him yeah, either. Exactly. That's what that's what I love about it. Yes. That's what I love about him. <sighs> Nobody realises that the crazy dif- uh, the the crazy guy that Hannibal Lecter physically deformed, deformed yeah, yeah. is Gary Oldman. Yeah, because uh, he didn't want his name in the in the credits. Is that right? Or, oh, I didn't know. I think that. he, I think he doesn't. I think he doesn't have his name in the credits. I think. That's interesting because yeah. that adds to sort of like the mystery of them. You do it? you do see him very briefly in the kind of flashback scenes of him like yeah cutting his face kind of yeah and camply dancing peel off your face yeah. and feed it to the dog and mm. something like that I think. but yeah but that that makeup is incredible I, I yeah. just, you know it, it's I, I think there's it's probably not the strongest Hannibal Lecter movie no probably not no. but. I I really enjoyed it I think it's a uh, I think yeah. you know I I really like um, Hannibal Lecter when he's what I like about Hannibal Lecter, he has this air of uh, aristocracy, this air of kind of, uh, you know, he's very Oscar Wilde, very uh, yeah. erudite, very, you know, and uh, but deep down he's a fucking savage. He's a <laughs> fucking animal underneath all that. He is, yeah. he is the worst, but he has this air of pomposity and like he's well read, yeah. um, he loves classical music, all this, but deep down he is a... He is less than human. He's the exact opposite <laughs> yeah, of what exactly, he's, yeah. he's not high society. He's very low society. Yeah. The lowest society there is. Uh, anyway, let's get back. We're talking about oh, all these great films. Well, we, we properly devolved into yeah. somewhere else, then, didn't we? Don't worry. I'm I'm used to doing tangents. Even when I'm recording on my yeah. own, I do a lot of tangents. Well, no, going back to what you were saying about like sort of being forced to watch yeah. films by by people. I think um, 
for my money, I think Casino is probably the most underrated one out of everything. Really? So I'd, I'd, I'd recommend it purely on that because nobody really talks about it. They talk about Goodfellas, which I love to pieces. Maybe I could do, maybe I could do a Clone Balls, uh, like the previous podcast today that you listened yeah. to. Maybe I could do Casino and Mean Streets, maybe. See, I'd, I'd, I'd go more know? for Casino and Goodfellas. But even, though, even though it's directed by the, the same person, starring that's, the same that's, people. That's, that, I, I mean, it, for, me, still... for, me, for me, Clone Balls only really has to be very slight yeah. connection. Of, and, and again, I don't think I've seen Goodfellas all the way through. Have you not? No, I don't think I've seen wow. it all the way through. Nathan will kill you. I know. I'm sorry, people. Don't hurt me. <laughs> I don't mean to be like this. Yeah. But again, I've watched every weird fucking film under the sun. Yes, you, know, you have. I've watched Superfly. I've watched, you know. Oh I've, God! You got you name you name all the kind of weird cult films. You know, Brain Dead. I've watched Brain Dead. Days. You know, Brain Dead is fucking amazing. If you're after gore and zombies and Peter Jackson, um, yeah. just go out and see Brain Dead, or as it was known in the states, Dead Alive. Yes, it was, wasn't it? So, so let's go back to the film. I know we've had a, a good divulge. Of oh yes. Speaking about some of our favorite films, there. So. What? Why do you think that this movie has either? Why? What makes it so cult? And why mm. do you think it has such a small fan base? Or why the general public aren't willing to watch it, don't like it, or uh, haven't even heard of it? What? What are those reasons? I think it's purely because the subject matter. It's so in your face. It's like drug addiction, um, ultra like. I wouldn't say ultra violence because it's not no. really that much violence. But it's not like, even that much that, blood. It's, it's, no, it's not. It's just it's it's that intense. Hmm. In in that in that way, it's like something could happen. Yeah. These people they could all get blown away in an instant. Yeah, I think it's it's that. I think it's just it's so it's so intense hmm. and it is it's hard work. It's hard. It's a hard watch. Hmm. I think that's that's why it never it never took off with a mainstream yeah. audience. Um, I don't think they ever expected it to. To be fair, no. Despite no. despite the production value and everything, I don't think they ever expected it to be. You know, a, it's a smash hit. No, it's kind of it's kind of an art house film meets you know a yeah. cult film somewhere down the yeah, line. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you can tell it has the money behind it, and you can tell that um, a it's lot got of good good filmmakers behind it. As yeah, well. exactly. Um, I think I think it was it was targeting a very specific audience, and it hits that specific audience. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not really a surprise that it it. it for it to be considered a cult film, yeah, like I, I see it as being a cult film. I don't see yeah. it as being anything else really. Other no, than it's. Cult film. I think it, I think it's very much a cult yeah. film, and again, it's very much a. Mar- I think it's a it's a marmite performance. You could either love it or hate yeah. it. Yeah, the, the whole film for yeah. me, I think, is, is marmite. You could you could go you could go one way or the other. Yeah, I mean the the quiet scenes are quiet. Like there's not when there's not much going on yeah. when he's not going absolutely ape shit. You yeah, know, cra- when he's not going crazy cage, they're not that. Interesting again. I don't know if that's part of the original script, and they yeah. have to have that stuff in for the plot. Yeah, to I move mean, forward. There's, there's just a few things like with the whole like he takes Eva Mendes into a shed out the back of his father's house, mm. and he's talking about a, a, a treasure hunt. And he goes to turn the light on, tries it twice, <laughs> and goes that doesn't work anymore. It's like, <laughs> did you just was that was that a direction, or did you just add that in because you knew it didn't work? That's oh, that's why the film is so, is so good as well because. Yeah. There's those little moments that you'd you'd miss. Yeah. If you weren't familiar with how Nicolas Cage works. Yeah. It's kind just of little, little quirks. That it's got like it's got nothing like it's it's a character moment, isn't it? It's yeah, just yeah, a weird yeah. little character it, moment it, it and tries the light. Uh, yeah. it, it tickled it tickled me greatly. 
Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for years. I, I, I loved it. There was a bit where like it's his movements in it are great. Like he's, he's very kind of very bird, direct. What was he said? Bird like. Yeah, I'm saying he's very bird like. Yeah, I think yeah. the the hunch the hunch he has very kind of Richard the Third hunch he has. Like a vulture, isn't it's it? It's almost yeah, it's like a vulture, and he has very much a, a pronounced kind of crooked nose as well, and his, yeah. and with his hair like receding as far back as it does and going yeah. down, he does have this kind of. Presence, and that's what he—that's what he—he he, he kind of is a vulture. I mean, throughout yeah. this film, he's picking off people well, yeah, when they're at their most vulnerable yeah. and abusing them and and blackmailing them and getting what he wants, getting what he needs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very much is a vulture. Uh, like I like that. I mean, if I tell you what, if there were, if there were shots of vultures, it would have made more sense. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah. yeah, the iguanas are just like okay, iguanas yeah. do what in relation to the film? They just uh, sliver around and yeah, or like snakes because he's a bit snake-like as well. Like the the well, way yeah, he the behaves. Opening, the opening yeah. shot of the film is a snake. That's water, isn't no, it? that's you're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. exactly right. I mean, I must have missed that. Um, but uh, it was literally like right at the beginning. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have blinked and <laughs> <laughs> oh. missed that. But um, but yeah, I, it's yeah, it's a, it's a unique. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's hard to really sort of either give it the like, the credence it needs yeah. or to be sort of like analytical and because you can, you can go both ways with it. I think oh, you, could, you could you could you can like if if you showed it to two film critics, they can give you the complete opposite response yeah. to that film. Yeah, going, exactly. What is it? What's happening? Why is the character not changing? Yeah. You know, why there's all this quiet? Why are all these great actors wasted in these small roles yeah. where they don't really do anything? Um, but then you can also go the other way. Like I think you could have like Ro- I think Roger Ebert really liked. It. I think he gave it yeah. some sort of. Yeah, and then award. I think somebody like the Sunday Times or something yeah. absolutely slated it. There you go. There like you that. go. But it's, it's one of those because the legendary Roger Ebert. Yeah. God rest his soul and yeah. all that. You know, he was very strict on films. Yeah. Very like strict. he and he, but he loved he, it. Yeah, he had very like a lot of his opinions could be like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think the audience out there, the fan base out there, do love this, and they love it because of the performance. Yeah, it is all about the. Performance. It is yeah, quintessentially, it's, it's all about the performance. The Nick Cage. So so talking about talking about Nick Cage is is there, is this his best performance? Is this his best? Uh, is this his craziest? Is this his best crazy performance? Or is there? I think the crazier performances out there. It's one of them. It's one of his best crazy performances. But it's it's not my favorite performance. Okay. It's not my favorite. I I much prefer sort of like is 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 nineties performances. Yeah, yeah. Purely so, when he's going so in depth in a character that it like with what you said about leaving Las Vegas, mm. he, he he made himself almost an alcoholic, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he drunk, he drunk, I think he drank a lot before the scenes. Yeah. So he, uh, I much prefer when he's that kind of crazy. Yeah. I, do, I, lo- I love I love crazy altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a very crazy person. I love it when m- manic stuff happens on screen. I absolutely love it. But it's not it's not my favorite. No. It's not my favorite performance of Nicolas no. Cage. But would it be in a top ten? Or yeah, a top, definitely. Top five. It, it, it's in my top five. Definitely <coughs> okay. in my top five. Not not Ghost Rider then. Oh God, no. <laughs> that's that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Where there's nothing. Well, I say there's nothing to back it up. There's nothing really to back it up in Bad Lieutenant. But no. That crazy and Ghost Rider is just it's it's the wrong film yeah. for that film. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. You, you, the the for for me the craziness should come through Ghost Rider. Yeah, because he's a he's a, a flaming headed demon on a bike. Yeah. you know the the other side of Ghost Rider should, should be, be relatively yeah relatively normal. straight and yeah and like, played straight. I actually thought the original Ghost Rider film. I was like, why didn't they just keep the young guy? Playing you know the young guy where he plays the yeah. young uh, Nick Cage character Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Um, 
because I liked him loads more. Yeah, and I thought half. he was. I thought he was much. He did a really good impression of Nick Cage's performance as well. Yeah, which I think was really good. But um, the film, it's that film, it's shockingly bad. Yeah. The sequel is a bit better, but, but not, much. not not by <laughs> much. You got not much at all. French Idris Elba. Oh, God. Um, what were you doing for some reason? <laughs> Um, Ghost Rider pissing flames. Um, yeah, that was on the promotional footage as well, yeah, wasn't it? Like yeah. here it is, and it was like, oh, you're not doing what we wanted you to yeah. do. You've gone the complete opposite way. Yeah, more crazy does not make it better. With but Ghost I, Rider, I think there are there are kind of shots again. The shots <clears throat> shots that are you probably comparable to the shots in this kind of when it's going a bit yeah. odd and weird and like, <laughs> and when he's like Ghost Rider's move and he turns up, it is a bit ethereal and kind of LSD like yeah yeah um, but again that's like, like acid actually yeah like that, that, was, acid. that was for a mainstream audience exactly yeah whereas in this in Bad Lieutenant <laughs> you know you, you could get away with that stuff and not have to explain or compromise on it exactly um, what were we talking I'm just trying to think about actually can we talk about the crack pipe scene a little bit <laughs> my favourite crack pipe <laughs> my lucky crack pipe this is, this is towards the end of the film yeah oh, what a bizarre sequence <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. So basically, it's when it's when everything starts to come together, isn't it? So like his his master plan. He's he's got some drugs. He's selling some drugs, and this guy comes in who's been chasing him for about a third of the film. Yes. Yeah, so this kind of mobster. So yeah. The, so the guy who's kind of out cage Nick Cage or the macho man Randy Savage impression, as, yeah. I, as I see it. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that initially, and I was like, no, he's macho man. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Whoa, yeah. you know all that. Um, but yeah, he he comes in. Is like I'm chasing my money. So yeah, Nick Cage is working with Exhibit's character. Yeah, he's been chasing him throughout the entire film because he's linked to these murders. But he kind of goes, well, I need drugs. So this is the best way yeah. for me to get drugs. And I need the money as well. Yeah. So that the gangster walks in, and says, right. Uh, well, no, it's before that, really, before that mobster come in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they do. It, 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 the smoking, you know, crack, and yeah. Nicholas Cage just pulls out his own crack pipe and says, "Hit me up if you want some more." And then they they share it between the two of them, and that yeah. feeds into sort of like the end of the film. Yeah, and he goes proper. He goes proper. Yeah, he goes proper crazy. Like this, I think this is the the point of the film where he is at his craziest. It, yeah, he peaks. Yeah, he is peak craziness. Yeah, like it kind of again. We've got the. I don't think we spoke about the. We didn't really. We didn't go back to that. Um, the the drugs with the kids and the club. We didn't go back to that scene. Oh no, God! Um, but we'll go, we'll go back to that. We'll go back to that quickly. So yeah, so he he picks up these kids because he thinks they're doing drugs. Yeah. And then it gets a bit sexually perverse. Um, yeah. He. Um, That's what we were saying earlier. Like, yeah. It goes the direction you've got. You didn't anticipate to go. It remind. It reminds me again of. Uh, it just reminds me of a load of films. Um. But uh, do you remember Naked? One of our one of our tutors was in fact in Mike Lee's Naked. Do you ever watch it? I never watched that. You never no. saw it. I, did, I didn't really want to watch. Yeah. It. Um. We started watching. We put it on. We were like, oh, Darren, our tutor's in this, and we were like, great, okay, let's watch it. And it was quite. It was already quite a well-known film anyway for yeah. for reasons. Uh, David Hewlis is in it. He plays uh, the main character, but I noticed that every like, and it's mostly an improv uh, film. Like it's, mo- it's mostly yeah, improvised. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, and almost every single scene, like back to back, he'd meet a woman. He's kind of homeless, kind of you know, vagrant kind of thing. He goes to these these women, meets them, and then has rough sex slash rape with them. Yeah, I think that's what sort of like put me off it yeah it's kind of and they're, they're all kind of back to back all these scenes are back to back and I'm thinking if this scene is improvised yeah. and David Thewlis is constantly going there 
Yeah, what, where, 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 where's the line drawn? Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I did, but I did see the th- the scene with my tutor, and it's basically he's putting up he's the old school kind of you know those posters you used to kind of put up. Yeah, I remember him explaining. Yeah, the he scene, kind of yeah. had like a kind of brush, and you put it, you put the brush on, then he slapped the poster up, and then put yeah. the brush I think over they still it again. Use that, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> probably they probably do. I, th- I think maybe that's <laughs> the modern age. The modern age probably don't use. I don't know what what they would use, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, it kind of it reminded me of that because it was like. Improvised scenes, kind of, you've you've just got yeah. to say you with with that in regards to acting with improvised scenes, you've just got to keep saying yes constantly, yes, 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 yeah, yes. If you, yes. You, if you block it with anything, it gets kills it, dead. kills it dead. Yeah. But then the same same thing is there's the da- always the danger that it snowballs in the same direction, exactly. depending on what you exactly. And I think that's are. that's what's happened. That's what I think happens with this scene is that he decides to take it in this. I think again, like the like the old lady scene as well. He just yeah. goes. Um, I think he's just had free reign by Werner Herzog, and he's just gone go crazy, go mad. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's it's and quite it's quite obvious the 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 actress that is in, in the scene with kind of mm. knew what was coming. And what oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't th- yeah, so, I don't yeah. think I don't it's think it's not a case was... of like he just takes the reins completely. No, 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 no. no, no, no I don't but... think she she was made to feel uncomfortable. Like the, yeah, or, it's like the, the, di- the, dia- the dialogue is yeah. is it probably... bizarre, and the yeah. way the way that he acts in the scene is bizarre. So basically, he's so he gets the he gets the the two kids he. Find some drugs say on kids. them. Like, yeah, like... kids. I say kids. Yeah, no, they're they're over 18, 20, early twenties yeah. at least. Um, but young people then. Young, young, people. young people. Young people. Young, young man. Young man and woman. Young um, people. And young <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets them, and then he's like, right, empty your bag. Show me all your drugs. Where your drugs? And this guy, and this guy's kind of like a preppy kid. He's like, "Oh, my dad! If my yeah. dad finds out, he's gonna um, have a heart attack and kill him." <laughs> he's got a lot. One of my favorite lines in it is like, "Can I just can I come to jail over the weekends? Can I go oh, to jail over the weekends?" <laughs> Jesus, yeah, you know, that's I, just so throwaway. Though. I was just like, I "Yeah, can, I can come to jail on the weekends and it'll be fine." It'll be fine. Yeah, just don't tell my dad. He's like, "If I was your dad, I want to know." Um, and then slowly but surely, he's like, he finds a crack pipe in the girl's bag, and yeah. he goes, "Right, right," and he just says, he basically just says. Where's the crack? I want some crack. And she's yeah. like, you want to hit? She's like, she was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she smokes the crack pipe and blows it into his mouth a couple yeah. of times, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, then and, then he, and then he, and then all of a sudden, it's like he it, it kind of, you know, he gets excited, and and then he starts kind of, they start kissing and they start yeah. and they start having sex, and the guys, the guys still up against the wall, kind of, <laughs> yeah. like, and he's going, he's going like, what the fuck, what yeah. the fuck, and and I think anybody who watches that scene is thinking the same thing. Yeah, exactly. But, but it, what, it doesn't end there. He's, no, he, try, no. He, he tries to run away the kid. And then Nicholas Cage pulls out his big dick gun and fires his there and goes, You stay and you watch me fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, oh, where did this come from? And that's that's where the scene ends as well. Yeah. You do, like, There's no repercussions. No, it's it just, just like, ends and, that, and like it's got again got nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't advance the plot anymore. It no. just shows you how fucked up Nick yeah, Cage's character is. How determined is. he is. To and it's like, the, the dialogue. The dialogue while he's having sex with her is even weirder. Yeah. He, he starts like asking. <laughs> he starts acting like why is she. Why does she smoke crap? Yeah. Why is she so fucked up? Why you know? Why does she make these bad yeah. decisions? It's like, like questions like, did you get abused? And she's like, no. Yeah. It's like, did, did you, your daddy not come and watch your school play? <laughs> just coming <laughs> up with all these no. weird reasons, and they're just basically just having sex. And he's like, yeah. you know, and but again. Like, that that scene is one one of the scenes that people go to when they talk about this film. Well, that's what I that was the scene I was yeah. showing, and my friend was like, "Just watch this fucking mental scene." Like watch, yeah. Nathan was like, "Just watch this crazy scene," uh, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" And that, I, after I saw that scene, I, I never I never saw it. I've only seen it today. Today is the yeah. first time I've seen it, and. But I've heard and seen the clips, you know, like... I think I, me and Nathan reenacted that scene for you, I think, probably, at one point. Probably, I wouldn't, oh, have been, God. I wouldn't have been surprised, I wouldn't have been surprised. But I remember, like, <laughs> like there's, several, there's several videos, like, one of my favourite videos on YouTube is, like, Nick Cage loses his shit, which is just a collection 
of him going absolutely nuts in all yeah. the films he's ever been in, and uh, and it's great, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's kisses of the vampires in there. That's just um, it. He's, and most of those films that are in that little that that ten yeah. minute video, Nicholas Cage loses his shit. They're all from the the nineties. Yeah. All the best ones. All the best ones. Yeah, all this. Yeah, you don't see Bangkok Dangerous in there, do you? No, (laughs) terrible film that is. Yeah. So so yeah, I think he's um, he's just uh, well, it's just uh, we were going back to the the uh, we were going back to the the crack pipe. Yeah. Sorry, we're jumping all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize. But the film does the exact same thing. So (laughs) so yeah. So let's jump back to the crack pipe scene. So we we went over that one. We these are the kind of we talked about the three craziest scenes in the film. Yeah, and I think this is uh, this one. This is the height. Yeah, this this feeds into the the just how crazy it is. Yeah, and he um, <laughs> there's there's a little scene before this in a car, but this one's kind of it's better. It's yeah, better yeah. Because it's, it's still a little crazy, but it's not as crazy. Um, was it to the break of dawn? <laughs> to the break of dawn. <laughs> to the break of dawn. It's like pointing big gun. It's got a big gun. I like the big gun is obviously quite the metaphor in this movie. I yeah, think. yeah, it is definitely for his power and his. He, you know, he whaps it out whenever he wants to assert his authority. Oh, definitely. He just goes, "Yep, yeah, no, I'm going to shoot you." Like, oh, I forgot to talk about the the prescription scene. Oh God! Oh, we've got to talk about the prescription. Let's talk about that, well, and then we'll go back. Yeah, we've got go time. We've got, go loads of time. we've got loads of time. <laughs> we've got loads of time. We've got loads of time to ruin your ears. <laughs> so, so the prescription scene. Um, he, oh, he goes. He goes in. He's, it's a chemist. It's a normal chemist. He's, <laughs> and all he's going in is for some medication for his back. That is literally it. And it just devolves. What what, what it, happens? There? Within literally, I don't know, ten seconds, the 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 the, um, the chemist is on the phone, and he's just screaming at her. To, 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 for him, for, so he can have his pres- prescription, and he just loses it almost with immediately. Loses it immediately. Storms behind, starts throwing things everywhere, and then the security guy comes over. Sounds like one of my customers. Yeah, the security guy comes over and he, oh god, it just. He goes, I'm a cop, you know, I can do what I want. See yeah. this? And yeah. shows him the gun. <laughs> shows him the big gun. He even said, I think the security guy goes, but why are you acting so crazy? <laughs> yeah. He goes, fuck you. And then looks straight out. Yeah, he, he, he gives her a bigger tip. He says, well, yeah. I, I get a discount, but here. What, 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 $23? Yeah. Here's 40 yeah. Buy everyone a drink. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> then walk straight out. But to be fair, he could have took, taken more drugs. Like it, yeah. surpri- it surprises me at that point in the film, he doesn't take more kind of. Yeah, drugs, he, just, he just takes his Valium. Or yeah, he just takes exactly. whatever drugs he's he, he's prescribed. Uh, it's just like that is just that that is the tip of the iceberg of the whole film. It just yeah. gets. I think we said that didn't yeah. we? Yeah, consistently crazy. You, you looked at me and you went, "What is this? Like, <laughs> this is just the beginning, mate. This, this is." We still, we still got much more. We still, we still got like an hour and forty five minutes to go. Fucking hell! Oh, I don't think we. I think it was like five minutes in. I think it was more yeah. than that. I was like two hours. I was <laughs> like, surely this isn't two hours. I don't think I've been this exhausted that um, since I watched Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> and that's relentless as well. Yeah, it doesn't this is, stop. It's relentless of a different nature. This though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's it's much more character driven. Like that's more like. Yeah situation and set pieces yeah. and it's relentless but with this it's yeah. purely it, it, it comes to a head with the whole ending crack pipe yes. scene <laughs> so they're all in place all these all these crazy people and then the the the, the obviously italian-ish gangster upsets exhibit mm. exhibit just blows him away and then they blow away the two guards as well that came in. With oh god, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about this and bit. Then so they're they're all high as a kite. Nicholas Cage is laughing and sneering, and he sneers and laughs for about oh god, it's about, it must be about two minutes. Yeah, but he's just saying stuff that I even I can't remember to exhibit. He's, he was saying stuff sense. like he was saying stuff like I'm not easy, and then yeah. laughing and. Yeah. 
all sorts of weird shit. Like he's, yeah. pro- he's and, and he's like, someone goes, that's the crack talking. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's my white man voice, but well, it's, it's not far. <laughs> shit, that's like, the crack talking. It's kind of just like, yeah, it's kind of just this. Yeah. this kind of. It's like it's almost like they put it in afterwards. Yeah, and then uh, everyone gets blown away, and then literally they stop shooting. Nicholas Cage goes, shoot him again, and one of the guys goes, why the fuck should I? And he goes, his soul's still dancing. And then it, the camera pans, and there's a break dancer in the middle of the room wearing the same costume. Yeah, the exact same outfit. Blown away. Red blazer and everything, yeah. And Nicolas Cage just watched him like he was watching the, 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 the bloody, whatever the other, lizards. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like he's staring at the like, and it, yeah, yeah. It, it just hammers home everything about the film yeah. in that sequence. It just hammers everything home. Mm, yeah, it's... it's well, I, well I, I watched the trailer, and the trailer's quite tame. It's not like an yeah. R-rated trailer. And it yeah. doesn't... You know, I wouldn't say it sells the film very well. I mean, it kind of hints at the craziness that's in it. Yeah. But I was like... It, but it is more, much more plot-based. It was like, this is the plot. He's got a bad back. He's taking drugs. You know, and there's a few hints at how crazy it gets. Yeah, so the plot you get in the trailer is pretty yeah. much all the plot you get in the film. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. You, you, if you watch the trailer, that's all you need to know about the yeah. plot, basically. Um, but like you said, it was never about the murders. But like when I saw that bit in the trailer, it was like, shoot him again. He's still his soul's still dancing. <laughs> yeah. You know, doing that weird laugh. He does that kind of raspy laugh. Not even a <laughs> laugh, really. Um, but he and uh, but I, for for some reason, I just I was just like I thought that's just gonna be like. Why and then they'll turn and he's dead. But they turn and then there's, yeah. a, there's, there's a break it dance. Is, it is it's literally a break yeah, wearing the exact same costume that the electric other electric boogaloo. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just spinning around and then yeah. he goes, "We just shoot him again." Fire the shot. Yeah, and shoots and he kind of falls over. Yeah, yeah. You kind of don't really see them shoot him though. They shoot no, the yeah. dance. He kind of just falls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is just. It's, it is like sort of like that's it. You, you, that's that's the peak of the the madness. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't film. get it doesn't get any madder than that. But the whole the whole thing is just mental. Like yeah, just absolutely mental. Like I don't think I could like I've compared it to in moments to a, to a few other films, but I couldn't com- compare no. this full film to another full film. No, I don't. I don't think I could either. If somebody was to ask me to compare it to something else, I don't think I'd be able to. It's just a bizarre kind of tumble down the rabbit hole and you're just you're just continually falling and, relentlessly falling and just seeing all the weird shit pass you by yeah. <laughs> melting clocks and you know iguanas <laughs> and, and Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage and close ups with crocodiles for fat no Val reason Kilmer. yeah fat, fat, fat Val Kilmer and again, like, again like this, it's not even like the, the good actors in it get much to play with like the scenes that the scenes that literally Nick Cage yeah. comes in we said it, we said it earlier on says, yeah. says a couple of th- like it's not even two minutes most of the scenes he's yeah in. the scenes are very short they're like they're like da 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 bye and it's yeah. like they don't even get to say much or to yeah. add to the story they're just kind of responding to him he's the catalyst of this film he's constantly yeah. he's the thing that keeps it moving and you're following him through the film yeah um, and, and that's why it's exhausting because it is literally shot, 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 there's no, there's no fade to blacks it's just yeah, yeah. Oh, cut there yeah, cut there cut like, there like most stories have interludes like you know even the smallest you know short story or yeah. Uh, yeah. even comics I've, you know I read a I read a Spider-Man and Venom comic once and it's basically them just fighting to death on an island mm. there's two interludes in that that's just 20 pages yeah. there was still two interludes in that story yeah, and that had no, no break. Break. That had no break. No. Well, break. We, we did. We had that fifteen seconds, and we were sat on the porch. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I I took a breath. Yeah. I managed. I managed to take one breath, and then we were back. Yeah. <laughs> we were back to big guns, big dicks, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> I, I've got. A, I've got a question for you. Oh, okay. What would you give this 
on a Nicolas Cage out of ten. A Nicolas Cage out of ten. So, so what? One, be, one in, being, in what kind of rating? One being tame and what like like ten being so like a like a more like crazy. Okay, so craziness level. Yeah, We're talking yeah, craziness yeah. level. So. Okay, so can consider you. You've watched yeah, a lot of Nicholas. I have seen a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of things. You know, you know, too many to mention. But you know, I've not seen all of them. But, no. Um, but I'd say I'd say we're looking at at least a nine. Yeah. I think at eight or nine, more of a no, definitely a nine. Definitely I wouldn't, a I wouldn't nine. say I wouldn't say ten because I feel yeah. like I don't think even Nick Cage's <laughs> has the ability to go that far no. in himself. I don't know. Maybe one of you. Well, this is it. We were talking earlier. We haven't seen the film called Mandy, and apparently yeah. that's that's. Really, really good. Apparently, really, really good Nicolas Cage film. Yeah, apparently um, has a cocaine fueled chainsaw fight. Or yeah, something. exactly. So that, that might be his ten. You know, may, maybe that's a spiritual sequel to this. <laughs> I can't, I can't see it, but I'm, if it is, good or God Almighty. But no, I, I've heard good things about it, and yeah. I definitely, I definitely do really, really want to see that one. Yeah, um, yeah likewise. But yeah, um, I'm gonna do. I think we're slowly winding down. I think we're slowly we coming are, to yes, an end. Are. I think we've said. Pretty much all we can say. Yeah, all my notes. I think I'm out of notes, really. I think we've discussed it one way or another. I'm out of notes, so I've got nothing left to say. <laughs> just End. stop talking. Just cut it just off stop. there. Done. Like, well, done talking. Um, I've got a little test. This is. Oh, um, you didn't tell together. me about this. No, I've got a little test. It's not. It's not for you. It's for the film itself. It's oh, not. Cool, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to test you. I'm just going to see if you agree cool. with this. What it is is I've put together. Um, Various tropes that kind of crop up in cult films. So obviously, like obviously, cult films come from all you know different genres and various things. But a few things kind of you know kind of stick out a little bit more yeah. than most in most cult films. You know, be it whatever. You know, um, it could be whatever. But we'll yeah, go. Okay. We'll go through the list. I want to see if this film, like, if it, if it gets a decent amount of you know yeses. I mean, it, I consider it a cult film anyway. Well, yeah, so do I. So just it'll, literally, it'll, you know, we'll literally, play the game. Anyway. We'll play the game anyway. We'll go for it. So. So, Andrew Knowles. Yes. Does this film feature excessive violence? Oh, I, I don't think it does. I think it, it threatens to show excessive violence. Mm. But it's not. It's not actually on the screen. No, it's not. It's more the yeah. It's more the, the implications. The implications. Yeah. yeah. So we're not with, with the old ladies. He yeah. Quite, the old, he, could he, quite didn't, leave. he didn't shoot them. Yeah, no. He didn't shoot them. He's but more, he's very close. Yeah. He's very. He's on the edge. And, yeah. and I don't think I would have liked to see that anyway. But, but yeah, they do, <laughs> those gangsters do get shot. They do, but they it's, get, not, it's not gory. Though, no, there's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of blood. No. I think that leads on to the second question. Does it feature buckets of blood? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, no. There's very Apart from little. an alligator that's split in half by a yeah. car. Do you think that was a real alligator? No. No, nah, I don't think so either. Well, the one the one that's alive in that weird shot is definitely yes. alive. Yeah, that's definitely is that an, or is it a crocodile? I'm not sure, New Orleans. I can't remember. Somebody get, back, knows, somebody get back to us and tell yeah. us what's the difference. Hit the comment section. Okay, is there any gratuitous... Does it feature gratuitous nudity? No, it doesn't, but it does feature gratuitous Nicolas Cage grinding on young females. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone wants to see. That's, that's, <laughs> I've never that's seen they, that before. That's what they Nicolas tuned Cage in on. for. They were like, yeah, exactly. yeah just grind on that. Um, so, but she does, we do see her bottom, don't we? We do. You're not be- wearing any panties? <laughs> she says that as well. She was not, she was not. Um, so I don't know if that counts, one bottom... Oh well, yeah. We'll, we'll chalk it up. We'll say. We'll give say. Him a point. We'll give him a, a, we'll a one point. So we've got one point. So no, yeah. no excessive violence. No book is a bird. But now, <laughs> I think. I think this is going to be a yes. Is this a big yes? Does it feature over the top acting? 
Yes. <laughs> Definite yes. From one man, mind you. <laughs> from from one, one man. This one man film. It might as well have been one man. <laughs> yeah, you could have had cardboard cutouts and nobody else would have noticed. Do you think Do you think in this film Nick Cage is a... This isn't part of the test, but do Go you on. think Nick Cage is, uh, is being selfish in the scenes? Is a selfish actor? No. Is he, ste- no, is he no, stealing no. Is he stealing the scenes to the detriment of the other actors? No, because there's, there's that good scene where the young... When the young boy sneaks in through the window into yes. the grandma's room, he has a really good scene where basically the focus is entirely on the young kid. Yes. He's asking him questions. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the kids. He might be terrified of Nick at that point. I, yeah. I don't know. But you can, you can tell that Nick, Nicolas Cage is gifting him. Yeah, he's giving him he's, the, he's giving him the moment stuff. to so, shine. Yeah, so you can, you, there, there, there are moments where it is an all Nick Cage, but I don't think he purposely steals the thing. I think it's just the way that he's developed that character. Yeah, and the way the film focuses yeah. on the, him. The, 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 the character absorbs everything in the film. That's different from somebody stealing. No, scenes. you're right. No, you Ste- are exactly different right. from okay, we, know, we, know, yeah. we know what you know, being a selfish actor is. We've worked with some. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, we have. Nathan Smith. Um, if you're listening. Ugh. Definitely the most selfish. <laughs> Nathan Richard Smith. <laughs> Named and shamed. <laughs> okay, so it does feature over-the-top acting. So yes. That's, what's that? That's, that's a big two yes. so, That's two so far. Two. Uh, does it have a ludicrous premise? Does it feature a ludicrous premise? Well, the, the premise is actually... You know the basic plot of the family murder, yeah, but it's what happens standard. around it yeah. is completely ludicrous. Yeah, which is what I think we, we we tapped into earlier on about like it's post Katrina crisis, so all this madness mm. is allowed to happen because focuses are elsewhere. They're still dealing yeah. with the aftermath. Definitely. So it is. It had, does have a ludicrous premise, mm. but I'm, it, it, I'm gonna. I would not, yeah. not in that context. Yeah, not in this context. I know what that context means. I'd say, I'd say no. So we're still on yeah. two there. Um, does it feature an experienced elder actor? Oh. So with that, I mean usually I mean like quite advanced in age. So you know, a, a past uh, fifty plus. I'd say. I mean, he's a, not he's, in the spotlight. No, not in the spotlight. I don't know. Is is he fifty plus? There, I don't I know. Guess sort of. I mean, Val Kilmer must be coming close to fifty at least. At that point. Yeah, well, again, I don't. Um, I don't really know. Val Kilmer we'll just say, looks we'll older say, than he is. We'll say no. We'll say no. Yeah. Um, is it, here's a big yes does it feature quotable dialogue <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we don't even need to bother we've already quoted half the film in this podcast alone. I, I, I kind of don't really even want to ruin the rest of the quotes I want to just leave that for, for your viewing yes <laughs> well I, do, yeah, I don't know okay so, uh, so that was yeah so that's three we're on three um, martial does it feature a martial arts display of some sort no. No, 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 it really doesn't. doesn't. It really doesn't. There's, there's breakdancing. There's breakdancing. Yeah, there's breakdancing. Uh, does it feature gunplay? Gunplay in the sense of like um, action sequences, or uh, just him? I think. I mean, you could argue he does play with his gun, and and uh, yeah. You know, um, I just mean kind of firing a gun, use of a gun. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, those gangsters get blown away pretty horrifically, don't they? That's true. Four. Uh, does it feature a professional sport? I mean, it does. It does. Yeah. So it does. It he does. features American football. Yes. He's betting and gambling. He's constantly on it. betting on um, Louisiana to that's win. That's right. And that's how he gets into all this debt, which features, it, which factors into the, the end story. of the film. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. So what's that? Five. We're on five. I think five? so. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feature body swapping? No. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. Does it feature uh, smart characters making stupid decisions? Oh, well, I don't really know. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. I don't know. I don't, nah, not in the sense of like somebody... It's not like a scientist and he's no, like, you know... No, 
it's, it's not like Prometheus where he's like, we can breathe, we'll be fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's nothing like that. No problem. Okay, so Salon 5. Is, is some, uh, does it feature something that's non-threatening, made threatening? So like, like Knight of the Lupus, are, there are deadly giant bunny rabbits. <sighs> Again, I'd, say, I'd have to say no. No. It's not looking good for the bad lieutenant in terms no. of cult status, but we're, we're going to ignore. I mean, it anyway. these, these are these are subject to change. If you yeah. want to add, if you want to add any of the, any questions to this, if anybody else wants to add any questions to the cult film test, this is something I've come up with. If you come up with any other, I do tropes, like it though. It's very thorough. Any, any other tropes? Any other ideas? Does it feature machismo? Yes. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say yeah, that's a big yes. Yeah, I'd say so. I definitely, yeah. you know, the way he acts. Very, I'd say. Well, the, the gun, the gun, the gun is a metaphor for, for his, his, pe- for for his definitely for his, his penis. penis. Definitely. Watch um, all, all the time. I mean, machismo. I could, you know, uh, could in, yeah. I mean, that includes toxic masculinity yeah. as well. Um, anything and like you, that. You can tell that gun's heavy as well. I think that was one of the trivia things I read a long time ago. Mm. Was that. He wanted the gun to be really heavy, right? So that it looked so like it felt, he was pulling yeah, out his pants. So it, it really, looks more yeah. so every, got, every time he pulls it out, you can see he's actually yeah. using the full, yeah. the full, full force yeah. of his body. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Uh, okay, so what's that? Six? We on six? Yeah, six. Yes, yeah. six. Okay, I'll just open my phone again. That's it. Locked for some reason. Oh dear. Okay. And so, choose my. Does it feature? Dance choreography. Yes, it does. It does. Okay, <laughs> number seven. Uh, just that one sequence. Just that one uh, still dancing sequence. <laughs> but it does. Oh, this, this, is another, this is another giant yes. Does it feature a metric ton of drugs? <laughs> well, I think more than a metric ton, to be honest. But yeah. Gallons and gallons and gallons. Uh, the eight? Eight now? Yes, I'll, let you, I'll let you keep going. We're on eight. We're on eight. Does it feature pseudoscience? Yeah. No, no, kind of science fiction elements. No, or... not in, not in the vein that you're looking for. No, this is an interesting one. Does what? it feature a post-apocalyptic world? Oh well, is it, well. Could you argue that the post uh, Katrina, Louisiana, you know, New Orleans is? I w- I would argue that it is in a way because it, the w- the reason he gets away with things is because of every everywhere still in chaos. Mm. So yeah. Arguably, yes, but is it in the vein of sort of like a cult film? No. Yes. So if, if it was, it's not... Um, the know, world's not destroyed. It's not like Reign of Fire where the dragons no. have taken over and it's no, just exactly. where everything's wasted. So no, should we want to say yes or no? I'll let you decide. Let's give it half. Let's give it eight... eight it's on 8.5. 8.5. 8. 8. 8. 8. 8. Does it feature sexual fetishes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, taking smoking crack and having sex yep. with... With uh, young uh, female girls, um, yep. while he, he pointing in, a, while yep. pointing a gun at her boyfriend, um, yep. <laughs> he bursts into a room where Eva Mendes is dealing with a client, and yep. they have a mutual conversation about him, you know, getting some drugs from the other guy. Yeah. So yeah, kind of. Yeah, sure. So that's nine point five. Nine point five. Does it feature a diverse cast? Oh yes, actually yeah. it does. I think fair. it does too. Yeah, I agree. Does it feature a heist? No. No, it doesn't feature a heist. 10.5 run. That would be interesting, though. That would be interesting to see how he, he could organise a heist while being that high. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish it was in the film now, to be fair. Bad Lieutenant, the heist. Oh, that'd be an interesting sequel, that. Does it feature a montage? Not unlike a, mm. you know, like a, a training uh, Rocky montage or... No, the closest thing we get to it is the scene with the iguanas where yeah. it's, just, it's just focusing on them. I wouldn't, I'd argue that's... It's, yeah, it's, it's not a montage, it's not, a, it? it's not several different things. No, it's, it's, it's just... It's just what, several different shots of the same thing. Yeah, no, yeah. no. 
So we're on 9.5 still. 10.5. 10.5, sorry. Yeah. 10.5. Um, does it feature Cold War politics? No. No. Does it feature a grizzled cop? Yes. Okay. Well, a grizzled in the sense that he's very... Yeah, he's, a, he's... He's been through the ringer. Noirish, noirish sensibilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 11.5. Does it feature a conspiracy? <sighs> I guess the smaller conspiracies. Yeah, because he builds the conspiracy, doesn't yeah. he? He, yeah. he builds... He creates it, doesn't he? He creates, yeah. the ca- he creates the case through non-lawful means. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You say, yeah? Cool. Oh, yeah, 12.5, yeah. 12.5, okay. Uh, does it feature a resurrection? No. No. No, everyone's very dead. <laughs> it points to it at the end and it goes, well, actually, he hasn't changed at all. Yeah. <laughs> does it feature an unconventional love story? Yes, it does. It does, it does. It really does. Okay. Eva Mendes, yeah. yeah. Uh, does it feature sport cars? Sports cars? Uh, again, no, it doesn't. But it would have been even better if it had done. If he was certainly, driving a full-blown Mustang. So, um, so, does it feature little people? Funnily enough, there is a sequence, I think you missed it, there's Did a I? sequence where he's walking into a, a cafe or a shop or something mm. and a little so person... there's a little person a, there. Yeah. Okay, fair but enough. Again, yeah. Again, yeah, it's, definitely. It's not, it's not a thingy, but there, there's someone in there. That counts, it, that counts. That's a, a purposeful shot as well. Yeah. It's a purposeful shot. So right, I, must, I clearly missed that, definitely, but it would add to its weird... Yeah. Add to its weird. Again, yeah, because it is, it is a bit bizarre, really. Um, does, it, uh, does it feature an animal in a starring role? The iguanas. The iguanas. So yes. yeah, we'll say, They're yeah. on the front. Lizards are on the front cover. There's a snake on the front cover. An iguana on the front cover. So yes, yes, it does. Fifteen point five. Fifteen point five. That's good. That's a good score. Does it feature noir-like narration? No. No. It, uh, it probably. I, I don't think you need it in this film. No, you don't. But maybe in another cop drama, you could. Yeah. You yeah. Probably need that. Does it feature Japanese weaponry? <laughs> <laughs> no, no again these are all things that I'm now like god it would have been what would have happened if they had included a, a samurai sword or I don't know something along those lines okay okay I'm just, che- I'm just checking the time uh, does it feature creepy children uh, no no it doesn't does it feature bullies <sighs> he's a bully isn't he yeah, he is a he's a big bully. He's a, he's a he's a he's a and I mean, I mean bully. the guy the guy also punches his girlfriend, punches the yes. costume girlfriend. So um, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, sixteen point five. Sixteen point five. Does it feature this? This is one for you, Andy. Does it feature Nazi themed anything? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you very much for that. I was going to think of a Nazi. <laughs> Thank you. He's not a Nazi. He just has interest in World War Two. Like myself, yes. I also have an interest. I, I do in World a horribly convincing German accent he as does. well. You know, he's pl- you've played. I mean, I've played a Nazi. You've, you've I've played, played a Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> no, We've got that in common. Yeah. We're friends. Yes. We don't have. There's not swastikas covered. <laughs> no, across. there's not. There's no swastikas here. There's no. Do, no, do not come not, and burn my house. We're not in. We're not in Nazi. We're not in SS uniforms. <laughs> so just just us being casual. We're really not. Okay. Sixteen point five. So we've got four. I've got four, oh, how many? I've got, okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna blitz through these last three. Okay, ready? Uh, does it feature a trending fad at the time? No. Does it feature LGBT content? No. Does it feature body horror? No. Does it feature an idiot character? Oh, yeah, no. No. Does it feature punk rock or rap music? No. Does it feature a celebrity cameo? No. No. Yeah, I would. I, I know. I know. Werner's a, Werner Herzog does cameo, but I wouldn't say he's a celebrity. Well, I didn't see him. Yeah, so yeah. no. Does it feature supernatural powers? No. Does it feature time travel? No. Does it feature space travel? No. Does it feature an exorcism? 
No, but there's voodoo content, but no. No. Does it feature child protagonists? Child protagonists? No. Does it feature nerds? No. <laughs> Does it feature the military? No. Does it feature a crazed killer? Uh, no. Does it feature a vigilante? Ah, uh, no. Not really, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'd argue it's not a vigilante. No, it's not. Does it feature cults? Oh, uh, no. Not as a main plot thread, no. Aliens? No. Vampires? No. Zombies? No. Wizards? No. Mythical creatures? No. Mutants? No. Ghosts? No. Robots? No. Demons? No. Witches? No. Kaiju? No. Monsters? No. Apes? No. Samurai? No. Ninjas? No. Gangsters? Yes. Vincent Price? No. Samuel Jackson? No. And the final question on my cult test is, does it feature Nicolas Cage? That's a big yes. All right. 18.5. 18.5. You know what? I think with that score, going through all the questions <sighs> we had, I don't think it, doesn't it qualify, passes does it? the test. It doesn't qualify. Mm. But it's going to qualify anyway. Yes. Because it has to. It has to. Purely by the way it yeah. is. I think, I think the, test, the test I have is for very obviously out there cult films. And I yeah. don't think this is as out there it could have been. No. I don't, I don't think 18, I think 18.5 is a decent score. But it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't fit no. those kind of really out there. Yeah, and like, I've seen some like cool films mad, which they mad. almost get every single every one single of those. one of those exactly. <laughs> okay, guys. So I think we have come to an end. We have. Um, have you enjoyed yourself? I really have as well. I didn't I've... think it lasted an hour and a half, but we've well, we, we've done it. We've done it. I thought we might have to have like a different section or something, but we've, so did I. we've talked through mm. the entire film. In length for the full length of the podcast. Mm. Um, I do. I do wonder how coherent it's going to be. Well, we'll we'll find out, <laughs> won't we? We will find out. Um, but if you guys want to find uh, Spider Man: The Secret Balls on Facebook, if you just go into the search bar at the top and say at put in at Secret Balls, the page will come up. If you're looking for us on Twitter, it's at Dan underscore Balls. The podcast is available on Podbean iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and many, many other uh, iPod, iPod, no, podcast platforms. Uh, remember to hashtag us at hashtag join the Pratalian or hashtag prepare for Prattle. Thank you very much, Andy. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, guys. See you next time.